Good evening. And now, the Inspirational Quarterly. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Inspirational Quarterly, one of the world's single most beloved and cherished podcasts about the 2006 novel Starcraft Ghost Nova by USA Today bestselling author Keith R.A. DeCandido. I am Davey Reedon, and on this episode, uh, I we have a very special guest with us today. It's uh, Kara Ellison. Hi, Kara. Hi! It's nice to be here, finally. Yeah, thank you. I've been talking about having you on the podcast uh, for <laughs> quite a while now, and uh, I figured, you know, I'm curious to give you a chance to say what you think about um, Starcraft Ghost Nova. Have you read any of Starcraft Ghost Nova? You know what? I I have read some. Um, mm-hmm. I was actually, you know, trying to get more into it um, when yeah. my interest waned at page one, and I really just didn't read the rest. So okay, so you're you're at page one. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm on page two hundred and eighty-seven. So oh. if you can just if we can just start from there, and you know, you can kind of like fill in the details so you can ask me questions if you have any okay i can do that i can do that yeah does that 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 works that sounds good yeah cool great um i'm ready for another exciting episode we did get a couple emails from people after after our our uh long self-indulgent conversation on last week's episode (laughs) um uh charmingly self-indulgent yes uh, to soft to soften the self-deprecation there a little bit um and uh and and uh to uh to spencer and nick thank you very much for writing in i won't uh share everything because um you know because people wrote in with some some you know personal kind of details and uh talked about you know what things have been like for them recently and uh thank you very much to 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 those of you who wrote in and shared kind of what what it's been like. Um, and, uh, I will, I will leave you with, with w- one thing that Nick Carraway, uh, said, which was that it was in the end, it was never about Starcraft Ghost Nova by USA Today bestselling author Keith R.A. DeCandido. It was about the friends we had not yet met along the way. <laughs> and nice. I think that's a sentiment that we can all take with us. Um, especially as we, as we discussed this being a, uh, a pandemic era podcast appropriate that we had not met any friends, uh, in the recording of this. (laughs) Yeah. And I, to be honest with you, I'm still finding it hard to beat friends. (laughs) (laughs) I need a shirt that says, Everyone I met during the pandemic, I met in the pages of StarCraft Ghost. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the fan t-shirt we have to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, have met, I know an equal number of people in my life from real, from real life as I do from StarCraft Ghost Nova. <laughs> um, cool. We are uh, on page 287. That's right. Um, I'm just going to... I'm just going to get right into it. Um, Whoa. Is that, is that allowed on this podcast? It's not. <laughs> are, you, are you sure we can do that? Is that a real, is that a thing? I feel uncomfortable no. right now. Okay. <laughs> I genuinely, okay, can I say I genuinely feel weird? 
about the idea of we're at less than four minutes and and the idea of just getting into the pod um, into the book is like kind of bizarre uh, <laughs> um well uh i guess let's try it out first you sure you don't, like, sure don't want to you sure you don't want to like make some noises before we start or something <laughs> Like, uh, we can just do the family guy laugh for a while. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, I, I, look, I made a pact, all right? This is the first week or the first, like, time between episodes in months that I haven't watched any family guy. <laughs> no, I, 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 I am off. I've, I've sworn off of it. I'm cold turkey, all right? I can, quit anytime I, I can quit anytime I want. Right. You know? Okay. So, no, no family guy. Just maybe just like a, a, like a barn animal noise or something. Um, um. I don't know, like, like, like a rooster? Yeah, give me me a rooster. All right. And now I'll make a, this will be like a, uh, you know, like a dying sea lion. All right. Uh, Like a, okay. But that's not a farm farm animal. Well, maybe, maybe not on farms in Scotland. I mean, what would you farm with a sea lion? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Blubber. Blubber? You're yeah. a blubber farmer. Yeah. Like, who's farming blubber here? That's, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's, a, that's an insult to the thriving blubber industry, all right? <laughs> I mean, I hard working, see... hard working men and women all over America get up every day and harvest blubber <laughs> only for you to come in and 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 talk shit about them i don't know who maybe farms. they farm blubber in alaska i don't know that that's probably an actual thing yeah and not a thing that i'm just making up okay that all right. um all right so- <laughs> with that with with that needless digression out of the way let's jump let's jump into the book okay um When one of the trainees pointed out that ghost uniforms had gloves so that the toughness of the knuckles was irrelevant to their training, he was forced to do an additional 40 push-ups. Okay, so this is like the, like they, uh, we're discussing the fact that Nova was trying really hard to do a lot of like push-ups, right? Yeah. um, Essentially... Uh, Hartley is demanding, who's like the the guy in charge of the academy, Hartley's demanding everyone needs to like, you know, do the knuckle push-ups and yeah mm-hmm. he's not yeah he's not really understanding how their uniforms work but okay yeah uh, in the in the intro thing where nova's like running through the jungle is that do you think that because remember, remember that where she was where she was running through the jungle is that would she benefit from this training and when she's going through that jungle scenario I mean, it depends, like, what's in the suits, right? Because if if they're, like, uh, you know, you, you can get some suits or, like, uh, in sci-fi, at least, there's some suits that like, can do, like, kind of enhancements so that you can run for longer and your muscles are supported and, you know, you can get, like, yeah. a stim boost and stuff. I don't know. I just sort of popped back to the start and... Uh, oh, remember... Rem- okay, <laughs> do you remember this? This is from so, this oh is from so freaking long ago. Uh, this suit wasn't quite the complete model she would be using when she finished the final assignment and officially became a ghost. 
Remember that? Yes. The, for one thing, the circuitry that allowed the suit to go into stealth mode had yet to be installed. Once that happened, Nova would be able to move about virtually undetected, certainly invisible to plain sight and most passive scans. Wow, I can't believe that was in the actual book that we read because I forgot about that completely. So she but, like eventually gets a st- like is supposed to get a stealth suit, but but she doesn't have a stealth suit for this intro mission, mm. right? Which means that the push-ups and all the physical training they're having her do now, maybe that's about preparing her for how under-equipped she'll be in her first mission. Yeah, right. Like, oh, we're going to send you, we're about to send you in to fight terrorists without vital uh, technology that we have, but we're just not going to give it to you. So remember to do a lot of push-ups so that you're really strong to punch the terrorists when they see you and start shooting at you. Yeah, but we already discussed, right, that, like, her main weapon is her brain, so, like... Now, 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 (laughs) you can't, what if... Another part of the training is they turn her brain off. <laughs> they just you know? shut her brain down. Because using your brain is using your brain to kill people is like cheating. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like that's that's OP. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. And so they're so they go and they get the thing that Fagan had, you know, where he had the the the, the headband that made Nova hurt. Right? Yeah. And they're like, we're going to keep you from doing your brain thing. Now go fight terrorists. Yeah. You know? And then if she does that, then they give her her brain back. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you could just, if, if someone had stolen your brain, you could just be, you could just, your fist could still punch people, right? Yes, that's right. Exactly. So, yeah. So we're talking about an all fists situation. Yeah. This is what yeah. Hartley is trying to enact. Hart Hartley looked at this 15-year-old girl and this 15-year-old wealthy white woman who who's, has not done a single day of hard labor in her entire life and said, I'm going to teach this thing to kill with her fists. Yeah, it right? makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, just getting everyone on the same page here. Um. But Nova hated the fact that she couldn't do those push-ups and not because Hartley yelled at her or because he prodded her to go beyond what she was physically capable of doing as a malnourished 15 and a half year old, but because... Yeah, no kidding. (laughs) Yeah, but because she didn't want anything getting in her way. Okay. Um, For the first time in her life, Nova was able to choose her own future. Malcolm Clerchian had told her of a way that she could finally live with the telepathy that had become her curse, could live a life that had the positive aspects of the luxurious life she lived as a daughter of the Terra family, such as regular meals and access to the best technology the Confederacy, or rather the Dominion, had to offer, without the polite society expectations that being a scion of the old families entailed. Okay, a lot to unpack here. A lot to unpack here. Let's start with... (laughs) Let's start with silencing my phone. Okay. Um, okay. Now that we've done that, a uh, lot to unpack. I don't know. I'm curious what you're, what you honed in on in this paragraph. Uh, so she I'll t- I'll feels... t- You tell me what's the first thing that you, that you saw, and I'll tell you what's the first thing I saw. So the main thing I'm seeing here is that she was deeply uncomfortable being extremely rich and, and very... <laughs> 
very, very right. well okay. thought up. So, like, what is going on here? For for me specifically, the part of this whole sentence here is positive aspects of the luxurious life she lived, such as regular meals. Right? Yeah. Yeah, regular meals. One is, of the incredible the one, <laughs> one of the incredible luxuries that Nova has come to feel utterly dependent on as a result of her wealthy, cushy upbringing. Yeah, but regular you meals know? first, then really good technology, Davy. <laughs> the best technology. Right? Let's not let's not get around it. The best technology. There are some days where I feel like we should just all throw technology in the bin. <laughs> That's where I am in my life. I'm just like, no, let's get rid of it. Let's have an EMP hit the planet. (laughs) Technology is the thing that put Nova in this shitty situation, right? Yeah. The best, like, that's literally Fagan getting that mind melter thing is what made her hate life so much that she wants to have her memory wiped. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, arguably... I mean, this is a world, I mean, stop me if it sounds familiar, but this is a world in which technology has been co-opted by corporations and nefarious kind of governments and all sorts of things um, into being some of the worst weapons of doom and destruction Mm -hmm. and oppression. And, you know, obviously this is, uh, you know, projected future, but really it's just, you know, a piece of cyberpunk where we're talking about you know, what the usage of technology here is just supposed to be draconian. Like it's supposed to kill mm-hmm. people. It's supposed to do all these things. And she's saying that that is the best thing that she could have had access to. <laughs> right, right, right. And 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 it's the, the other half, like, okay, so that, that make, okay, that's a stretch, but it at least connects, right? But this is missing the idea of Nova having any attachment to any form of luxury that she got to live with other than technology and regular meals. Yeah. You know what I mean? That some, that there is literally nothing about the penthouse suite that she lived in and grew up in, the... the uh, Vast amounts of food from, you know, the, the best Antiguan buffalo meat. The birthday that, parties. The birthday parties, right? Presume, I mean, presume, because we, we we got a little bit of insight into, you know, oh, they play pad ball and things like that. Yeah. Right? But, but it, I don't think it stopped there. Right? You know what I mean? I don't think Antiguan buffalo meat and pad ball was the entire extent of luxuries enjoyed by the Terra family. Yeah. Right? Like, there's probably other stuff, too, that Keith maybe just didn't explicitly mention yeah. in here. Um, I mean, or, or let's let's go back to that. Maybe Padball and Antiguan Buffalo Meat are the only luxuries that the old families actually enjoyed in yeah. this world. You I know mean, what I mean? Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard to know because there's, like, so much that hasn't been put in this book and obviously Mm -hmm. has been left so that other people can fill those things out as they like. Right. So, you know, we both know that like Keith has filled the, you know, fan, fan Wikipedia with all sorts of world building elements. 
but you know he has to leave some of it for everyone else you know he can't be greedy so well what's funny is that and we've talked about we've stopped me if we've had this conversation uh once or several dozen times but nova has is basically an empty cipher right she doesn't yeah like very very little is happening inside of nova as far as we are given access to in this book right yeah so but on top of that she also seems to not be able to retain new information you know yeah she has already forgotten six months later she has already forgotten what her life was ever like for her for for the first 14 years of her life yeah you know what i mean yeah and like like so so she so she is already not retaining information and she is herself a kind of empty shell but she also wants to have her memories wiped, right? Yeah. So so already, so the tiny amount of stuff that's in her brain is too much, basically, is what she's saying. Yeah. yeah is by, by wanting to go through, she's like, I've had to form a memory, and that <laughs> really sucked. I mean, to be fair to her, memories do suck. Memories do suck, but, well, okay, yeah, actually, all right. You know what? It's making here. Oh, touché, here. All right, let, to touche. Let me let me actually let me actually tie this into a thing. Maybe she's such a hyper powerful telepath because her brain is so empty of other things. Oh my gosh, you have hit upon. Um, so this is a theory that my very first boyfriend had that he thought. When he read Starcraft Ghost Story? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although that would be amazing. And also, he really did like Star- Starcraft, so that that's 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 plausible. But one of the first theories that he ever told me about that like like maybe slightly raised my eyebrow was when he told me that he didn't want to learn new facts and information in case it pushed out all the other facts that he had just yeah. learned. In yeah. His yeah, yeah. And I right. was like, you know what? You know, that probably makes sense to someone, but it doesn't make sense to me. I get it. Let me ask you this, Kara. Yeah. What information in our brains got pushed out so that we could do this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. What what did you give up? What did you give up to read to spend fifty hours re- reading two hundred and eighty seven pages of Starcraft Ghost Nova? Do you know? I what? guess you wouldn't. I feel you wouldn't like know. it has one hundred percent pushed out of my brain all of the things I have learned about how to make a video game. <laughs> my brain is just filled <laughs> with crap from this book. That's how I feel Here, right now. <laughs> here's what I'll say. Every five pages or so that we read pushes all previous memory of the book out. Like, I only have memory for about five pages of it. So every yeah. time we do, like, an, I basically just, it's just rewriting to the same, uh, you know, like, space in my in my 
in my memory. I feel like if we listened back to like, you know, episode five or whatever of the podcast, it would be a complete surprise to us what we were discussing. Oh my God. We should do that. We should, we should, we should have We should listen episode. to ourselves. <laughs> we, we, we should do a listening party of, of an episode of our own. We should do the inspirational quarterly, but inception. <laughs> We can we can do a we can do a director's commentary of one of our own episodes. (laughs) That would be so dreadful. I don't know why we're even thinking about it. We should definitely no. Let's do that. Let's do that. I like I like how I like how I like how half of last episode was discussing the lengths we are going to to somehow delay the ending of 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 this podcast thing we're doing. I, I do actually want to because I haven't gone back and listened to to any of the old any of the old episodes. <laughs> I wonder if there's a way to. I wonder if there's a not totally inane way of doing that. Well, I um, mean, what would be interesting is maybe maybe there's a beginning episode that's like the listeners' favorite or something they could nominate. Oh, okay. Or something that they think like that episode was weird as hell or. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I want to reread. I want to reread when we met Garth Duke. Oh yeah, Garth Duke. I would, I would, I would do that for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not the very first episode. (laughs) No, no, it's not the very first episode. No, 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 no. Even no. But, but look, look, look. We're getting, we're getting off topic here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's what's, here's what's important. Nova. Here's, here's what I'm trying to hone in on. Okay. Nova, as as a child, just not a lot entered her brain, basically. Yeah. Right? For whatever reason. It's just, you know, it's, it's slippery. It's like butter, you know? She's like, whoop, there it is. There it goes, you know? I got you, memory. Nope, it got, that one got away, too. Okay, so that's just how she is. And then there's this cavernous space in her brain where for most people, memories would go and thoughts about things and opinions about stuff, right? But for Nova, it's just kind of like a little echo chamber. And somehow it like vacuum sucks in on itself and creates like a physics wormhole of nothingness looping in, like short circuiting on nothingness. And it channels the deeper, you know, fabric of reality and psychic powers enter into her brain. Right? Right. And, and, you know how I'm going to support this theory? Oh, this, okay, I can't believe this all worked as well as it did. Who's, who's the other person in this story who we know who has psychic powers? Uh, I've totally forgot. Oh, it's, 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 it's Malcolm, clergy. It's Malcolm. It's Malcolm, who is also someone who has real difficulty forming coherent thoughts and memories <laughs> but like that is because he's like really dim <laughs> no no i know but he's really dim because his brain can't store new information right and the space in their brains where information doesn't exist gets naturally populated by psychic powers right or or okay so there's two there's two directions that you could you know uh that you could come at this one is that their brains are just naturally cavernous and empty, and so therefore psychic powers flow in. The other is that they were just born with psychic powers, 
And those psychic powers are so intense in their brains that it prevents new information from entering. Right. Right. Like, like it keeps information out. Wh- which of those feels more right to you? Uh, what are the two options again? So the first okay. one, the first, the first one is Nova and Mal are just people whose brains can't hold, retain information. And so therefore psychic powers naturally manifest. Yeah. In the void. And then the, the second... other is that the other, the second is that they are both just born with psychic powers and because those psychic powers take up space in their brain, new information can't enter. Yeah. And so, so that makes, yeah. It's the nurture versus nature situation, right? Ooh, int- yeah. Yeah. That's Is a good that way of what you're about it. saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, it's like a yes, learning yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or, exactly. Well, so let's look at this though, because like where would Nova and Malcolm get these powers wrong or these tendencies are they learning them like where do they find them (laughs) well but that's okay but that that's the nature of the if if a person were to be born inherently with psychic powers you know where does that come from does it come from constantino sure isn't a fucking nobel laureate over here or anything yeah like like it can't be genetic you know, that's, that's not, that's absolutely out of the question. So, well, then that, that says to me that the second isn't possible. It has to be the first, whereby. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's, that's where I was going to go with. Yeah. Which is actually more egalitarian. And I think in keeping with Keith's worldview. Yeah. There's a harmony and a balance to it. Right. Almost. It's you know, like happening. A cause, and, cause and effect kind of thing. Maybe it's a, it's a, a series of traumatic experiences that have then pushed the brain to their limit to reach for this kind of thing. What if you were a character in this book who intentionally thinks as little as possible in order to cultivate psychic powers? Can you imagine that? Well, that says to me that Fagin is that guy. No, no, okay, all right, no, 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 I, I see where you're going with that, I see where you're going with that, but here's the thing, I, hmm, you're right, you're right that it would make sense, just to, but he, okay, I think Fagin is thinking a lot, but he's thinking badly, right, He's thinking a because Fagin does stuff. The difference between Fagin and Mal is that Fagin runs a criminal uh, empire that buys and sells and trades huge amounts of drugs, and Malcolm does nothing. Yeah, but it like Fagin, it's unclear to me as how he how, how he does this because every minion he has is like dead now. <laughs> Yeah, no, 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 no. I know. I, I get you. I get you. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. He develops psychic powers through his brain headset, right? Yeah. So maybe that's the nurture side. Maybe Malcolm and Nova are the nature side of it, and Fagin is the nurture side of it, where Fagin cultivates thoughts out of his brain with technology. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Really gives you something to think about, doesn't it? I mean, there's so much stuff in this book, you know. And I'm only I've only ever read page one of this book, so right, right. You know, there's I a understand lot here. That. Here's the other thing that I think merits bringing up here. Mm-hmm. If Nova does, if Nova's just bad at holding on to memories, 
Why does she need her? Why does she need her brain wiped? Of yeah, I was gonna say like if, if this is the point of the situation, um, she could just wait a day and she forgets. <laughs> well, well, that's that's she's like memento guys. She keeps forgetting that she's going to forget. Yeah, you know. Yes. So she keeps doing things thinking that she's going to have to remember them. But if she chilled for like a week, all of this would be gone. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't have drama in this book if it wasn't for people who were like not the brightest lights. You know what I mean? That is definitely true. Um, you know what? Okay, it's not it's not impossible. It's not impossible that the Ghost Academy doesn't actually wipe people's brains, but that they just told that to Nova because they know she's going to wipe her own brain pretty soon anyway. <laughs> and so it's, it's just got her to come along with them. You yeah. know? Like, oh, yeah, we definitely have the technology to erase your memories. Uh, yeah, sure, sure, that's a thing we have. You know? Yeah. Because oh, if, if they've been watching her and following her, they'd be like, why is this woman, why does this woman continue to make such bad decisions about yeah. everything? Oh, she's like Memento. <laughs> She's like oh, Starcraft Memento, Starcraft which is what Memento. Memento, which is the title of Memento in Starcraft. <laughs> if it existed in Starcraft, that would be amazing. I guess made like, by made by Starcraft Christopher Nolan. Yeah, you know? well, I guess what what is, what is it? Um, Dickens exists in this universe, so technically Starcraft Charles Dickens. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's that's his name. And yeah, in, in, yeah. Um. Anyway, back to Nova's uh, physical abilities. Um, besides, if she couldn't do the physical elements, she couldn't graduate and she couldn't be brain panned, which is a funny thing to, funny term. Well, because we've been up. calling everyone, because everyone calls each other pan brain. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. 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 So she makes you think. Yeah. <laughs> so she pushed herself. When Hartley taught her a sequence of punch combinations that she needed to know, she did not rest until she got it right. When Hartley told her to do 40 push-ups on one fist, she forced herself to do them, no matter how much her shoulders and biceps burned with fatigue and how much her muscles refused to cooperate. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I'm trying to do push-ups on one hand. <laughs> and... Honestly, it doesn't really matter how much you want to do them. Your body, if it's not equipped to do them, it won't do them. <laughs> when Hartley told Nova to leap 400 feet in the air, Nova would not rest. <laughs> I mean... It, it... All right, Nova, I want to see you punch a hole directly through these... This... <laughs> brick wall with just your knees. Yeah, I mean, it's a difference between, you know, actually being able to do something and, like, thinking you're going to be able to do it. Right. But that's, again, that's the thing, is that Nova keeps forgetting yeah. what she what she can she's and can't do. She forgot that she doesn't know. Right. Should... Right, she's forgot that that's not physically possible. Yeah, forgot that. You know, muscles don't work that way. Um, Which is probably convenient if you're a um, 
like a military instructor. Yeah, right? I, I think that's good for you if you've got a bunch of students who literally just forget the previous day. It's like the opposite of a Groundhog Day kind of movie, you know? <laughs> like in, in, in Groundhog Day, that's, you know, it's always the person who's going through the, 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 the time loop. But in this, it's someone else going through the time loop and you just get to tell them what to do. Yeah, right. It gets better for you every time. Yeah, every time <laughs> you get to you get to find new ways of, you know, new ways of uh, of messing with them. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And that would that would be fun because it would be like, um, you know, because it would start it, this 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 theoretical movie would start. um you know, I, maybe, I don't know what holiday it would be fall on other than Groundhog Day, like President's Day or something, you know. Um, and it would start with, oh, cool, I get to tell this new recruit what to do because every day she forgets all everything. And then, like, at first it's just fun and ha-ha silly. But then, you know, Hartley's like, oh, it makes him really existential because he's like, what am I, what am I doing? What is my life? You know, what, is this what I'm doing with myself? And then, and then he has to like try to actually, and then, and then he decides he wants to actually teach Nova how to remember things, you know? And then it becomes like an emotional thing where he has to teach her a memory so real and so meaningful that it lasts, that it persists through her brain wipe that she does. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably the birthday parties. Birthday Wait, party. like he throws he like he throws a birthday party yeah, for Yeah, a birthday party that's so good that she'll remember for the rest of her life. This is just 50 first dates. <laughs> this is I this we literally just invented 50 first dates. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. <laughs> oh my god. 51 first dates is our Is that <laughs> the one with Mac- Matthew McConaughey? <laughs> No, it's Adam Sandler. It's Adam Sandler. Oh, okay. I was like, did you ever see? Did, did you ever see? Did you ever see Fifty First Dates? No, Days? I've never seen it, but now I really want to see it. Okay, so so Drew Barrymore is an amnesiac who she's oh, memento no. guy, oh, okay. and she forgets. She wipes her memory every day. Then Adam Sandler falls in love with her, and so he tries to make her love him so much that she snaps out of her out of her time brain loop. Right. right? Do you know what the ending of Fifty First Dates is? Okay, no. is it like I'm gonna spoil? Depressing. Guess, guess what? You, guess what? You, all right, we're gonna spoil Fifty First Dates. If you haven't seen Fifty First Dates and you've been meaning to, pause the podcast and go watch it, and then come back. Okay, what do you? All right, welcome back. What, Carol? What do you think the ending of Fifty First Dates is? Um, he makes a date that's so memorable that the next day she remembers his face i don't know i'm setting my copy of my book down right now because we have to talk about 50 first <laughs> okay so so the way it so basically that's what he tries to do right that's what they spend a meaningful oh. amount of the movie trying to make her like so uh memoryful that that she like develops her long term memory again, but you know doesn't work, and every day she forgets him again. So the way it ends is that uh, first they live on, they go, they they're together, 
they get together. Yeah. Right? They live on a boat, so they're away from the world, so that the world can't corrupt them with its time moving forward kind of thing. Okay. And then they make a videotape of herself saying things like, Hey, me, I know this is weird, but you have amnesia, but here's our husband who we really love. He's a great guy. And every morning she watches that videotape. She wakes up, doesn't remember anything, watches that videotape. And then Adam Sandler comes to greet her like, hey, babe, how'd you sleep? And she literally just met him every single fucking day of her the rest of her life. <laughs> oh my god, what a nightmare that Adam Sandler is your husband. Every single morning you wake up and discover Adam Sandler. Is, is what Drew Adam Barrymore. Sandler comes in your room every morning and it's a surprise, but it's a bad surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> There's a, it's, okay, this isn't quite 50 First Dates, but there's definitely a version of, of 50 First Dates that's like a horrible, shitty, toxic version of this story where a dude is such a miserable person to be around that the only person he can date is a, is a literal amnesiac, you know? <laughs> yeah. But that's, but Adam Sandler is already such a fucked up guy in so many of his movies that that could basically just be 50 First Dates. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, he was in uh, The Wedding Singer with Drew Barrymore as well. So it's like, are they happening in the same timeline? <laughs> is yeah. that possible? Where in Ooh, the 80s they get married and then she becomes an amnesiac. And then he has to convince her. But what he wouldn't remember it either. He would have to have forgotten the the events of the wedding singer. I guess so. So did he also lose his memory? Okay, but then also is this like turning into um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yes. Mind? <laughs> I was literally just thinking that. I was literally just thinking that. Okay. All right. Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler get together. Uh, we'll be right back with discussion of 2006 novel, Starcraft Ghost Nova by USA Today, best-selling author, Keith R.A. DeCandido. Okay. Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore go through the events of the wedding singer. They fall in love. It's fucking awesome. It's hot. Everything's great. And then... You know, whatever. Shit hits the rocks. And then they both go through the fucking eternal sunshine of the spotless mind thing yeah. and they get their brains wiped. But but the eternal sunshine people wipe her brain too good. They make it too, they make it too squeaky clean. You know? Yeah. At, right? And then she keeps forgetting everything. And now there's a side plot to this where they get the fuck suit out of them. You know, because it wasn't supposed to wipe your brain every day, just the one time. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, and then, you know, and then there's some law legal movie, you know, kind of thing. Like, I don't know what law move, what, what courtroom movie, you know, would go in there as well. Yeah. Some, some, some courtroom movie would go in there. Right. And, and then, and then it's like, in it, oh, all right, I guess we're spoiling eternal sunshine of the spotless mind now too. And then, but like, you know how in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, they end up back together again at the end? Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And the thing with Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind is that, you know, they love, e they're, they're so good for each other or something, or they, not, not that they're so good for each other, but that they have such an attraction to one another. Yeah. That they, they can't stop it, even though they keep having their brains wiped. Yeah. Because they continue making the loop themselves, basically. Right. Right. But... 
But that's the thing with 50 first dates. If, if is the, is the power because they don't literally the next day get back together. I don't think. Okay. So what I'm saying is it takes more than a day for the reattraction cycle to begin, you know, yeah. Be- between the wedding singer and 51st dates, there's what, like five or 10 years or something pass. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember how long apart those movies were. I don't know either, but, 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 yeah. but it takes that amount of time. Like you need that amount of time for the reattraction thing to happen. Yeah. Right. So Adam Sandler has already gone through the reattraction phase, but Drew Barrymore hasn't yet because she just woke up, right? Yeah. So that's the tragedy of Fifty First Dates is that if she had a little bit more time, she would fall back in love with Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hmm. Really makes you think. <laughs> This has been um, a tangent. Do you think Drew Barrymore in Fifty First Days develops superpowers because of how empty her brain is? Yeah, and then it leads into Starcraft Goes Nova. <laughs> is, is Drew Barrymore Nova? Yes! I mean... Oh, she... Oh, wait, okay. So <laughs> she... Her brain keeps wiping itself over and over because of the... Um, because of the eternal sunshine thing that she went through. But why is she 15 in Starcraft Ghost Nova and she's an adult in 51st Dates? Um, she fell into a vat of um, youth serum. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Starcraft Ghost Nova takes place about 500 years after uh, 51st Dates. Yeah. So, so she could fall into some like, you know, youth iceberg, right? Or like a cryogenic freeze with youth giving properties. Right. <laughs> right. 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 Is that have has anyone mentioned that so far in Starcraft Ghost Nova? No, but like I feel like that's a thing that could that could theoretically exist. Should put that in. <laughs> Okay, we gloss over the fact, if we somehow gloss over, or we just insert some kind of assumption that, you know, she manages, oh, no, here's what it is. I figured it out. Okay. When, when When the malfunctioning eternal sunshine machine wipes her brain every day, it also wipes a little bit of her age. Oh, yeah. Right? But it only, but it's like a tiny little thing where it only wipes like a quarter of a second of age off of her. So, so now she's like a Benjamin Button kind of. Oh, no. <laughs> We're now in the StarCraft Goes Nova cinematic universe. <laughs> this has gone like way further than I ever imagined. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Nova begins Benjamin buttoning her way down <laughs> down into being a 15-year-old, right? But, but then but, what? <laughs> like, does she continue down that path? Like, what's happening how here? Does, how does she have a dad? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> Maybe they adopt her because it's like, you know, maybe... <sighs> 
maybe I think right. maybe she is adopted because she seems really different from the rest of her family. That is true. That is true. That is definitely true. She does seem very different. Maybe Adam Sandler is Constantino. <laughs> Why have you said that? Because that makes no sense. What she going to marry her dad? No, she's okay. I don't know. All right, I was I was fishing there. All right, so we're well. Adam Sandler we'll is like loose. Malcolm. <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. Adam Sandler could do quite a scary smile. Yeah, yeah. If you saw like uh, uncut gems, yeah, like an know? uncut gems, like that guy. That guy is Malcolm. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> great, Malcolm. Oh, I hate it. I love it. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah, well, but but the thing is, like, Adam Sandler would 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 be dead, you know. Yeah, unless... that's, that is true. Unless he went into the cryo freeze that doesn't have the de aging. Yeah, so just a normal cryo. Just a regular. Because no, Nova's not cryo freezing herself. No. Right. She's just. She just. It's the screwed up Eternal Sunshine machine. Uh, <laughs> this is now. This is now, uh, if, if, if she normally has one date every day, then we're now, this is now like 15,000 first dates by the time she gets to the events of Starcraft Ghost Nova. So Adam Sandler could be getting in the cryogenic machine or, or, okay. All right. All right. Here, here's, here's, here's what it could be. Okay. Let's, let's think about this. The Eternal Sunshine Machine, people come back together after they use it, right? And the power of him, the power of that machine on him is so much that it keeps bringing him back to this woman who literally doesn't remember him, right? I see. As, it, as in in Fifty First Dates, so the the so the attraction machine is drawing him toward her that powerfully, right? So far, so yeah, good? yeah. All right. So then he begins to realize that she's reverse aging because of the daily memory wiping. Right? Yeah. And the power of the attraction that he feels as a result of the operation is so powerful that he wills himself to stop aging. Yeah. Okay. And then he la and then he continues doing that over and over and over until it's 500 years later and he's but then we have the problem with the fact that she is 15 and he is like middle-aged <laughs> yeah but he's they're not dating in no. starcraft ghost nova they're not they're, they might not even like remember who who you know who one another are yeah it's just it's just that the magnetic power of the eternal sunshine machine keeps they keep weaving in and out of each other's lives over the centuries yeah Right. Right. So, so in a way, so Starcraft Ghost Nova might just be one tale out of many that they weave in and out. Um, you know, kind of like crossed destinies. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. Does that hold up? I mean, I think it does. You know, it's kind of like, you know, it's like a, it's like a very extended love story, almost. <laughs> throughout 
Like what? Millennia? It almost goes past. It goes past love story because it starts as love story, and then it just starts to be like, "Yo, technology has fucked with these two people's <laughs> lives." Yeah, I'm seeing it as a kind of a what do you call it? Like, have you ever seen uh, Tree of Life? Yeah, it's exactly. like that kind of movie, right? Where it's like, yeah. what is the point you're trying to make, even? But it's like the point that's being made is like, this is just like, you know, all life is like is 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 essentially like this kind of untethered mess of yeah. the thing right like that's, right that's right. it right exactly and and tree of life that shows that bounces around between the far past the present and the far future yeah right so i somehow knew I'm... that you had seen that movie it's like such a you movie <laughs> Well, I don't, I don't love it. I, I don't, don't love, love it either, it. but it's like such a like, you know, philosophical yeah. look at like stuff. <laughs> I think that was one of those movies I saw because I felt like I should see it rather yeah. than because I wanted to well, see I it. Well, I definitely went to go and see it because I heard that people had walked out of it. <clears throat> yeah. And I was like, ooh. And then I saw it and I was like, eh, it's not worth eh, walking out yeah. of. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, right. Not like 50 first dates, man. Fuck, man, walk the fuck out of 50 first that. dates. <laughs> Who would but date what? Adam Sandler? <laughs> Come on. That's ridiculous. That's insane. Much less 50 times. 50 dates even, with Adam even, Sandler. Even one, even one date with Adam Sandler is stretching believability. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean, bless a guy. <laughs> but I, I just couldn't. Even the idea that day. every day for the rest of her life she wakes up and realizes she's married to Adam Sandler and doesn't fling herself off the fucking boat? Yeah, right. I mean, um, I feel like probably some reviews did say that at the time. <laughs> that was definitely, if you didn't like that movie, that's definitely your go-to. It's like, this is a movie. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, but the point I'm trying to make is that if Tree of Life shows three different time periods of the same guy, like fate interwoven, whatever, then Starcraft Goes Nova is like our present day and 51st Dates is our distant past. So our distant future, what does that look like? Um, Like what are, how are, how are Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, AKA Malcolm and and Nova, like how are their fates intertwined? I don't know. I'm trying to think of like, you know, very far future kind of deals where there are two, there's like a couple. I don't know because like, isn't there, wasn't there like a Chris Pratt movie recently that was sci-fi where it's like a romance where he's like stuck in a ship or something. I never saw The Lego movie. The Lego movie. (laughs) No, I think that was called Passengers or something. Oh yeah, like it was that. called Passengers because I remember it was like one of the scripts that was on the blacklist, and I read it and thought it should never be made, but they made it yeah. anyway. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, but the other problem here is Nova is Benjamin Buttoning back in time. Yeah, so like that's the major problem, right? Is like, does that ever stop happening? Maybe when she gets to be zero, then she starts back moving forward direction. You know, and then on her second and then and then when she starts moving forward in time, because like it's like her she starts having too much memory, you know, before it was all of her memory was getting wiped every day. And then suddenly it's like 
now it flips, you know, she becomes like inverse herself. And now she's aging twice as fast and having twice as many memories as you. Yeah. And, and then the future version is where the like distant future version is where she's caught back up to Adam Sandler, but now he's a real dumb man. And she's the most intelligent human being that's literally ever lived. Oh, it's like her. <laughs> that's what it is. It's, it's her. She has become such an intelligent being. She's now an AI. And it's like Joaquin Phoenix being like a dumbass all day. That's what that is. Okay, well, the implication there is that the, is that the movie Her is set in the year like 3000. I mean, it, it, it's in the future. It could but be. It's not. It could be. Yeah. It could be. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying that's what we are supposing yeah. through this. It could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's set in the year 3000, you know, like, society has advanced tremendously and then collapsed under the weight of itself and returned to basically how things used to be, right? <laughs> yeah. And in that distant future, Nova is uh, is an all-encompassing consciousness spread uh, across uh, thousands or millions of data nodes consuming all information simultaneously and is having to deal with the shit of a really dumb man who can't get his shit together <laughs> yeah i mean that movie is really frustrating to watch isn't it because you're just like this this woman is putting up with a bunch of bullcrap yeah. <laughs> in my opinion so yeah 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 no i yeah yes yes adam sandler in 51st dates uh adam sandler in from uh, uncut gems, but as Malcolm Kalerchian in Starcraft Goes Nova, concluding with Joaquin Phoenix, it is the saddest millennia long tale of the misery of human man. I'm just trying to imagine uh, uncut gems out of Sandler being in her. <laughs> <That's> very <laughs> funny. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Let's roll with this. Let's roll with this. Okay. <laughs> like, like, um, uh, her, you know, what's her name? Samantha. Is that the yeah. AI? Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's like, Hey honey, I, uh, you know, I've got your, you know, we can play the video game that you want to play. And Adam Sandler's like, you know, I can't fucking do, I, I, if I tried to do Adam Sandler from uncut gems, I would sound like an idiot. I don't know, but like, I'm trying to imagine him, him just, you know, being his, uh, like, he was like, he's like so deeply earnest, isn't he? Like, I don't know. It's like a, I don't know how to describe the Unhead Gems of Sadler. I guess everyone has to watch it now. (laughs) It's pure. No, but okay. I, I'm, I'm fumbling my way through language here because I can't, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's, it's the purest version of shitty man, you know, does everything and achieves nothing. Right. Yeah. It's like, it's like failing upwards, but yeah. not actually achieving things. Yeah. Almost. Right. <laughs> right. And that's so Malcolm, it hurts. Yeah, right. he is that guy, right? Like, he's always in the background and never in the foreground, but, like, he's, like, wants to be the hero, but, like, spectacularly fails every time. Yeah. 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 And, okay, but that would mean that by the time we get to her, Joaquin Phoenix does have psychic powers then. 
I, yeah, I would say so. So that so that's what that's what we have to we have to acknowledge that through the events of the movie Her, Joaquin Phoenix does have psychic powers and is not using them. Yeah, or he has psychic powers, but he's like too much of a screw up to use them or something Mm, maybe maybe after the events of uncut gems he learned the dangers of his your gems being uncut yeah exactly (laughs) exactly sometimes gems can be too uncut is what he learned in that and by gems we mean the human mind (laughs) Think about it. Well, does that conclude the podcast for today? <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Literally, what did we read? What? I'm sorry. What? We what read one book? page, Davy. What of the podcast? What of the book? Okay, okay like, we like, got. I thought we, that we, we were start. We were we genuinely started reading this book at five minutes into the podcast, okay? But I don't I, know how the fuck we haven't read anything. I thought that we agreed last week that we weren't going to deliberately prolong this painful situation, and all we've done today is prolong this painful situation <laughs> of being like ten pages to the end and basically not getting through even one page. We literally didn't even make it through one page. Um, <laughs> you just want to read like a paragraph just so we can say we did more, or do we stop it there? <laughs> just read, read another pair, read another bit. Okay, this is I'm not. <laughs> this is too little to okay. have, to have accomplished. Of course, she had to accomplish the other things too, <laughs> but she wasn't uh, concerned about that. What other things? I don't know. Time and practice would show her how to hone her telepathy and telekinesis, a process she'd already started in the gutter, where she had taught herself under awful conditions how to manipulate Marcus's arms so he'd shoot Fagin, as well as how to handle the weapons. Those were the disciplines of the mind at which Nova had always succeeded in the past. There you go. Okay. Great. That's your paragraph. We did it. All right. Thank you. See, <laughs> see everyone at home. We are staying on track. All right. <laughs> One page tick. Done. <clears throat> well, uh, I guess that's been this week's episode of of uh, of the Inspirational Quarterly. Um, oh wait. Oh no. We didn't meet a friend. Oh no! <gasps> oh shit! Really? That's because of our one page. Uh, yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Shit. No shit, Kara. Um, we didn't even meet a friend. That's crazy. We got to like we got this far. Should we just read? Should we read until we meet a friend, or do we? Or do we say that we? Or are we done? Or is that it? Okay, so. I mean, do you want to include Adam Sandler in the friendships? Oh, I do so badly. I do so badly. We know he's a friend of the show. Yeah, a friend of the show, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. I think it's safe. I think it's safe to attribute uh, quotes praising our show to Adam Sandler now in marketing. Right. Right. Adam Sandler, one hundred percent big fan of the show. 
And if anyone yeah. out there knows Adam Sandler, just let him know that we love his fandom yeah. and just let, let him it. know that he loves us. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, great. Another, another episode and another new friend. Love it. We did it. Um, we did it once again. Thanks everyone. Uh, that was whatever the fuck that just was right now. Uh, thanks for joining. If you want to, uh, extend the Starcraft Ghost Nova cinematic universe, with a movie that you know of that uh, somehow fits into that web of nonsense that we just conjured up, feel free to email us at theinspirationalquarterly at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, that's all I got. Kara, leave us with anything, with a final thought? Uh, The final thought is um, purely of... Adam Sandler in Uncut Gems attempting to recruit a 15-year-old girl into the military. <laughs> oh no! No, it's the worst! And part of why it's worse, the worst is because you could definitely imagine that. Right. That like that, like it, because it's totally in character for that <laughs> for that guy. Anyway, thank you. You wanna be a part of the military. I'm trying to get you in the military over here. Come on, join the military already. Do it. <laughs> Something like that. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Keith. Thank you, Keith, for inventing the StarCraft Ghost Nova Cinematic Universe. Yeah, a genius. Uh, Another genius play from a genius man. Thanks, Keith. Thank you.